0: Hey everybody, welcome again to the Christina Amon Show with me, you've guessed it, Christina Amon and it's been a while since I've recorded a episode for uh, this podcast and I'm back. Uh, after some time away, I'm back and I'm excited to be back because I have so much to share with you guys um, about all of the things that's been going on here in the world of being Christina Amon. Um, lots of things to share, um, you know, about what's been going on in family and in mom life, uh, what's been going on personally, and kind of how I have been um, navigating this ever-changing world we are living in and I also want to know how you have been doing um, with all that has been going on in the world and in your world. So as always as you're listening um, I want you to know that this is not a one-way conversation even though it is a one-way podcast Um, but as you're listening when something resonates with you I want you to Make a mental note and then head on over to any one of these um, amazing social media platforms, Instagram, uh, Facebook, or Twitter, and um, connect with me. You can find me on all of the platforms at Christina Y. Amen. And tell me what, you know, jumped out at you. Um, on any one of these podcast episodes ask your questions engage with me share your stories share your takeaways um, so that this conversation really becomes a conversation um, because you're able to engage um, from your end as well so let's hop in and talk about what I really got on this podcast to talk about so um, as you know There's only one previous episode in the um, Christina Amon show right now. And if you listen to it, you know, it's just kind of like an opening overview of what the show is about and what it is that I um, hope to accomplish through this show really open up my life and my life experiences and the lessons that I'm learning as I'm doing this thing called life. And um, in sharing that hope, to um, provide a space where you feel like there's someone in this world that re- that resonates with you and that you can relate to, and um, in some way, shape, or form, feel seen and heard and validated through um, listening to the lived experiences of someone else, and maybe feel encouraged and inspired motivated, um, in some way, shape or form. And so that's what I want to do with this podcast is share my story, share my life, share my experiences, share the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, the failures, um, the success, the challenges, the triumphs, all of those things. Um, because I think there's power in sharing our stories and it helps to inspire and motivate and encourage, um, those who, who hear our stories It also helps us to know that, you know, we're seen, we're not alone. Um, And that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do with my life. And that's what I want to do with sharing stories. And so this platform is really about me sharing my story as I am living it and writing it or as it's being written. Um, And so if you listen to the very first episode, you kind of got all of that. So I won't spend any more time. Doing that on this episode. On this episode, I wanted to kind of give you the backstory. That's what I want to spend this episode on, sharing a little bit of my backstory. As I said in the previous episode, I really pictured this podcast as two people who ha- are just getting to know each other. And so I'm sharing a little bit of my backstory so that you can get a better idea of who I am and how I came to be at this point in my life. And as we begin to get to know one another, that hopefully a friendship evolves. And, um, and that's how I am approaching this podcast. I'm sharing a little bit about me. We get, you get to know me a little bit more, um, for some, what I share will resonate and you'll relate and you'll want to learn more and you'll want to get to know me more. Um, and then as you feel more comfortable, you will connect with me on any one of those social media platforms that I talked about and you will begin to share your stories and you will begin to um, kind of self-disclose and and we will begin to really feel like close friends um, as we encourage each other and, and, and share and inspire one another through our stories and our life, our life experiences. Now there will be people who will hear and it will not resonate with them. And they will say, I cannot relate whatsoever to anything that you're talking about. And that's all good because everyone isn't for everybody and that's okay too. So let's get into the backstory today. um, all right. Where to begin? Well, the only place to begin is the beginning. So in the beginning, I was born in 1984. No, not really. I mean, yeah, I really was, but I'm not going to start like that, but I really was. I was born in the eighties, um, to my mom and dad here in Virginia, in central Virginia, to be specific, um, born and raised in Virginia, still living in Virginia, um, by choice at this point, by choice. I, I, I love the state of Virginia. Um, even though it's not perfect, it's a beautiful state. Um, so anyway, born and raised in Virginia. Um, my dad was, um, my dad who is now deceased was uh, a veteran and served in the army. And, um, also he was a, uh, preacher, a minister, right? So I was born and raised in Virginia, to a um, veteran, army veteran, entrepreneur, preacher. Um, those were his. Um, that I mean, that pretty much sums up my dad. Um, he inherited uh, family business from my grandfather, contracting business, and so he worked as an entrepreneur after getting out of the military. And he also was a a minister and a preacher and eventually a um, staff pastor. Um, And so I was raised as a um, preacher's kid, right? Um, A church girl and a church girl in the South, uh, a church girl in the South in a um, black church because I'm a black girl, right? Uh, In case you didn't know. I am a a black girl. So I was raised um, in the South, the beginning of the South. Um, Church girl experience, very traditional Pentecostal um, Christian upbringing. Um, Fun fact, I didn't wear, I didn't get my first pair of pants until um, high school. I wasn't allowed to wear pants, wasn't allowed to wear jewelry, um, wasn't allowed to wear earrings or fingernail polish, no makeup, none of those things. We were raised to be extremely modest and very traditional, Um, was raised um, with traditional roles within the home, right? Um, for the first 13 and a half years of my life, as I said, I wore dresses and skirts practically every day, um, of my life with the exception of the occasional, um, pair of shorts. And those shorts were like almost (laughs) capris because they had to be so long. So I, I was raised very, very, traditional and very, very religious. Um, and I also am a product of a broken home. Um, my parents split and divorced very, very early in my life, um, around the age of two. And, um, I was raised by a single parent. My dad raised my sisters and I, um, by himself for several years. Until he later on remarried, um, when I was eight years old, he remarried, um, only to then, um, become a widow just five short years later when my stepmom passed away from breast cancer. Um, so I'm giving you a little bit of my backstory because I kind of want you to have an idea as to how I came to be who I am, where I am in this moment. So my parents split and divorced when I was two. Um, had no relationship with my mom whatsoever. Um, and still to this day, I do not have a relationship with my mom, with my biological mom. Um, dad remarried my stepmom, um, was, you know, loving and, um, and was a good mom to us. Um, though not perfect, but overall was a good mom to us. And, um, unfortunately after having my baby sister, um, just two years after having my baby sister, um, died from breast cancer. And so, my dad was back at being a single parent again, now to four girls. And, um, and so my childhood was very, very challenging. There was a lot of loss. There was a lot of grief. There was a lot of suffering. There was a lot of um, devastation. There was a lot of upheaval and um, uncertainty. Um, there was a lot of sadness. When I think about my childhood, the emotion that comes to mind often is overwhelming sadness. There was a lot of sadness and a lot of, um, struggle. There was a lot of struggle. There was a lot of uncertainty. And so, um, my sisters and I, we spent a lot of time just, um, being there for each other. Like I said my dad was an entrepreneur so he spent a lot of hours working um because he was the sole provider and as an entrepreneur you know there is no guaranteed paycheck, you know, if you don't work you don't get paid. Like if you there there's no guaranteed um paycheck there's no sick leave there's no health insurance and none of those things um and so he had to really rely on contracts and constantly working constantly constantly physically out there you know getting bids and contracts which required long long hours and because of that being a single parent and ha- and being an entrepreneur Um, He spent so many hours working that my sisters and I really learned independence and interdependence, you know, relying on one another very, very early on being self-reliant, taking care of ourselves. And um, we we learned that very on because we had to. And so I can just remember so many years of like elementary school and even middle school Of Well, not really middle school because my dad had remarried by middle school, but um, certainly the first few years of elementary school, I can remember us just being so self-reliant and so independent and um, just waking up and just getting things done um, because it just needed to be done. And there was no there's no parent to to do those things that. I do now for my kids, you know, I couldn't imagine my, you know, five and six and seven year old having to do some of those things that we had to do, you know, figuring out how to feed ourselves or making sure that we got up on time and, and made it to the bus stop on our own because, you know, our parent was already out the door at work because he needed to make money to to provide for these girls he was raising by himself, you know, and so we had to be we had to become very, very independent and very, very responsible, um, very, very early. Um and and so I'm I I moved a lot. And I moved a lot, not because my dad was in the military. I moved a lot because our circumstances were constantly changing. I was having a conversation with my husband the other day while we were riding around in the city doing some errands and uh we were talking and I was like um, when I tell people that um, I went to five different elementary schools, because I went to one elementary school for kindergarten, I went to um, two different elementary schools for first grade, a different elementary school for um second grade, two different elementary schools for third grade. And then that last school I stayed in until, um, until I finished elementary school, but I went to four or five different elementary schools. Um, when, when I say that to people, you know, and the first response is, oh, was your dad military? and I'm like yeah my dad was a veteran but we didn't we didn't go we didn't move around so much because of his military status because he was already finished with the military by then um we moved around because our circumstances were constantly changing and there was just a constant theme of instability and upheaval in our lives um, and so that's a little bit of the backstory. The little you know, my backstory is that I come from a broken home. I come from a childhood of sadness and and loss and grief, um and and struggle and uncertainty and upheaval, and it continued on all the way through my childhood and into my young adult life. And stability did not really come into play until, um, until I got married, until I got married. Um, and that was really where stability and, um, security really became, um, what my life was about instead of what it had been prior to. And so, Um, having all of those years of struggle and, and loss and grief, you know, so early on, so early on in my life, um, really shaped my perspective of the world, you know? Um, but it also created me, um, to be a very resilient and driven and persistent, um, person because, I always had the, the posture of persist in spite of, right? Um, continue in spite of. One of the things my dad used to say to us a long, all the time um, when we were younger, when we were younger, he would always say to us, my sisters and I, you girls are so incredibly strong. You are some really, really strong girls. He used to say that to us all of the time. And he would just remind us all of the time that you girls have gone through a lot of hard stuff in your young years. And the fact that you are still standing and you're still going and you're able to, you know, hold your head up even when it's super heavy. And you're able to put your shoulders back, even when that burden is, you know, incredibly heavy, um, is a testament to, to the strength, the inner strength and the fortitude that you have. And I think he wanted us to always remember and always be reminded of how strong we are and that we have a fortitude and we have inner strength and we have this resilience that we can do hard things and he used to remind us you know that life can be difficult but you are built to be able to do hard things and to not allow every and any little thing to be able to break you to be able to destroy you to be able to knock you out of the fight And I know there's a a larger conversation that's going on right now about mental health and not feeling the pressure to be the strong one all of the time. And I understand that. I understand the importance of being vulnerable. I understand the importance of not feeling like you have to be super woman all of the time. I understand that. Um, Trust me, I do. But I also understand the importance of fortitude and I understand the importance of resilience and I understand the value of knowing that I can do hard things, that I can outlast struggle and I can persist and persevere through hard seasons and challenges and not allow hard seasons and hard challenges to cause me to unravel and to cause me to break and to cause me to throw in the towel and to give in to hard times. I can acknowledge that this is hard. I can acknowledge that I need help and I can persevere and outlast hard times and overcome and persevere and and make it through to the other side. And I think that if my backstory is nothing else, it is a story of perseverance. It's a story of fortitude and inner strength and the ability to outlast hard times. Because I'll tell you, my backstory is full of hard times. And those struggles and those challenges of <clears throat> of having my mom walk out on my sisters and I, and, and having her own struggles, um, but not pursuing a relationship with us and not, and not, um, making having a relationship with her daughters a priority. Like that's a hard, hard struggle. And it created those feelings of rejection and abandonment and inadequacy and, um, and insignificance, right? It had it created all of those feelings for not only me but for my sisters as well. You know, why why would our mom not, you know, pursue a relationship with us and prioritize that relationship with us? That's a hard time, and then having that life of struggle when you're being raised by a single parent, you know, and and the struggles that that came with being raised by a single parent who is also an entrepreneur and the, the constant instability and insecurity um, that we experience as a result of that, you know, and then having, you know, the transition of a blended family and having to adjust and adapt to that and, um, and adapt to having a stepmom and, and some of the challenges that came with that and came with that experience. Um, And then experiencing grief and loss for several years throughout elementary school and middle school, you know, the death of my grandparents, the death of my stepmom, right? And then having to readjust all over again, back to single parenthood and, and, um, and having that broken home again, right? Having to adjust to that um, at the beginning of my high school year. And there was so much insecurity and so much, um, instability and uncertainty, um, during that time period and, um, and making those adjustments. And then later on going through the, the death of my, the sudden and unexpected death of my father, um, at the age of 20. Right. And so my backstory is full of a lot of challenges and a lot of struggle and a lot of heartbreak and grief and sadness. And while it was so incredibly difficult to navigate through all those challenges from birth, really, all the way up until um, things didn't smooth out for me until... I want to say 25-ish. Yeah, I think I was about 25, um, 24, 25 when I got married. How long have I been married? I've been (laughs) married um, 10 years now. Um, And so, yeah, 25 is when I got married. I'm, I'm trying to do the math um, 24, 25 is when I got married, something like that. And, um, but things started to smooth out. They didn't get perfect. They, it wasn't magic overnight. Poof. I'm married. Now life is grand. No, there was just a new set of challenges. But one of the things that changed tremendously when I met my husband, well, my now husband, when I met him, um, and we started to, date and pursue a relationship, there was a level of security and stability that came into my life as a result of that. And so that really, um, is the, I guess the pivot point when I began a new chapter of my life that was not defined by the previous chapter, which was insecurity, instability, uncertainty, sadness, grief, loss, Ah, trauma, um, despair. That's, that was, is what the first chapter of my life, you know, looked like. That's the summary of the first chapter of my life. And, and I think the lesson from the first chapter of my life is one of strength and fortitude and persistence and resilience. That's really the, the first chapter of my life it was about building that in me you know is what i like to say that first chapter created the fortitude the persistence the strength um and the um resilient person that i am and the second chapter of my life created something different and and so i i really i really look at my life in a series of chapters and i do not um think those chapters are um based on any given amount of time or or a certain set of years i think those chapters are defined by pivot points in your life in your life and those pivotal moments that happen that shift you into a new season and i think that's when the chapter ends is when you shift into a new season and it pivots you into a new um set of circumstances set of lessons um a new mindset or a mind frame a new perspective and a new a new um pursuit right and that first season first chapter of my life the 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 pursuit was survival and in this in in that second chapter of my life you know i was no longer trying to survive i was really trying to be whole And we'll talk about that second chapter of my life and what that looked like um, on a journey towards wholeness um, in another episode. I really just wanted this episode to really be about the backdrop. And that backdrop is the first chapter of my life where I really um, was being shaped and molded into this resilient, incredibly strong person with um with fortitude, right? With this built-in fortitude, the ability to just to outlast challenges, the ability to bounce back from hard times, the ability to um persevere and and push through and drive forward through incredibly difficult challenges. Um but it also what I honestly think and feel And, um, am most grateful for, you know, um, when I think about that first chapter of my life, it, it, um, built an incredibly large empathy muscle within me. And I am grateful for that because empathy is one of my greatest strengths and having that ability to sit with people in their suffering, in their heart challenges in the difficult moments of life where where you really want to fall apart and you really want to give in and you really feel like I might die from this, right? Um through that early stage of my life and that first chapter of my life and navigating all of those hard challenges at such a young and early age of life. It created this incredibly strong empathy muscle um, within me, and it helped me to be a more compassionate person and a more um, loving and patient person. It helped me to really be able to see people um, and to really understand um, the experiences of others and to have a heart, have a heart for people in their lived experiences. And so I'm incredibly grateful for that. And, and that first chapter of my life really played a pivotal or, um, a monumental role in to me realizing now my purpose, um, in life. And it really played a huge role in me today having this heart for families and having this heart to help families navigate through hard challenges and to outlast those hard challenges um without falling apart and without you know um having allowing those challenges to cause you to unravel and to break down but instead Persevering through those hard challenges and working through them and becoming better as a result of them um, or becoming better in spite of them, I guess I will say. Um, So, yeah, the early years of my life, the early years of my childhood, um, though they were incredibly difficult and were devastating um, as I was navigating through them. I can see today how it played a major role in um my life today and in the work that I do and in my um personality and in my disposition and how I see the world, how I engage with the world, how I how I engage with people um and 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 why I have such a bleeding heart for children and for families. And why I have such a driving passion to help families create healthy, loving, safe environments for their children. um, And to create those healthy family dynamics that is, you know, working towards um, getting rid of the dysfunction and addressing the trauma and really becoming whole, um, so that families are the healthy and safe places, um, for growth and belonging and love and security as they were meant to be. So yeah, that's my backstory. Um, and I think it's important to share the backstory because sometimes, a lot of times, oftentimes you'll come into someone's life in the place that they are, you know, today and you'll see where they are today, and you'll get a um a wrong impression, uh, because you're only seeing the the end result, or you're only seeing the result up until this point, the outcome up until this point. And you may think, Wow, this person has it all together, this person has a great life, this person has always had a great life. Um, and you and you you know have a wrong misconception, there's a misconception, right, Um, of what that person's life has been um, that led them to the point where they are today. And I know that to be true because a lot of people will see me in real life or they'll see me on, so will see my life as it is shared on social media. And they'll see my family and my home and how we engage with our children and and my marriage and um, my business pursuits or my professional um, activities or achievements or whatever. And they'll see those things and they will come to this conclusion of, you know, you must've had a wonderful life and oh, I would love to have your life. It must be nice to be you and all of these things. And I shake my head oftentimes when people say those things to me because I'm thinking in the back of my mind, if you only knew how much it cost to be here, if you only knew how much I had to fight for this wholeness, how much I had to fight and work for this healing, for this peace, for this family life that I'm living, if you only knew what it took to get here, you would, you would think differently. And I think that it's important to hear the backstory, to hear what people had to go through, what they lived through, what they experienced and overcame, um, that led them to the place where you see them at today. And I think more, just as it is important for people to hear it, it's, Equally important and necessary for us to share it, because how else will they hear it if we don't share it and so I wanted to take in a whole episode um to share the backstory so that you will know that this lady. Um, who's doing this podcast on the Christina Amon show and she's talking about her marriage and she's talking about her homeschooling. She's talking about her relationship with her kids and her parenting and she's talking about building her business and she's talking about her interests and her passions and the things that she's involved in and things that she's learning and engaged in. I want you to have a real understanding of what that backdrop looks like, what that foundation looks like, where I came from you know, the struggle and the triumphs and the hard times um, that have shaped me to be this incredibly driven and passionate, um, resilient and strong woman that I am today. It, It didn't come from, you know, nowhere like it didn't it didn't come just that was grammatically incorrect but you get what I'm saying it didn't come out of the clear blue sky I was in raised with a silver spoon in my, my in my mouth um I I have had real hard struggles and I've come from a very challenging background of brokenness and dysfunction and sadness and grief and loss um but I use those hard hard times and I use them as stepping stones. And I have um, persevered and pushed forward in spite of and sometimes because of, right? In spite of my upbringing and in spite of those challenges from childhood, I have continued to push on. And because of those challenges from my childhood and those hardships, because of those challenges, I have fought hard and I have had a stubborn resistance and a stubborn persistence. Um, I can remember too many times in my life and in my childhood where I would say to myself, you know, I don't care if I don't have it like everyone else. I'm still going to be able to experience high school um, and have those memorable moments in high school like everybody else. I'm entitled to that too. And, And so because of that, it caused me to work hard and to push myself to have those memorable high school moments that I had saw on TV and that I was seeing my peers have. And I said, well, why not me? I can have those moments too and I'm not going to let my challenges I'm not going to let my um my family dynamic or lack of resources to to keep me from having those experiences and those moments and and do I have to work harder than everybody else you know than than those around me sure am I going to am I going to get it in the traditional way like my my peers are getting it from a two parent home and, you know, um, you know, family resources or whatever. No. Am I going to have to get it a little differently? Yes. But am I going to get it nonetheless? You bet I am because I'm setting my sights on this thing and I am not going to let scarcity or dysfunction or challenges or anything get in the way. And I feel like I had that, that fortitude and that perseverance. And that driven, go get it attitude because I was pissed and I was tired of my challenges keeping me out. I was, I was tired of those, you know, of my family dynamic being the reason why I had to sit out and why I had to not have. And so I just said, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to continue to allow that to be my reality and I'm going to fight and i'm not going to allow my challenges to continue to count me out and to disqualify me. and so i would say chapter 1 though it was hard and it was it, i mean just unrelenting it created an unrelenting spirit within me of perseverance and 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 resilience and fortitude and strength and that contributes to who i am today. it's a huge reason why I am the way that I am today. I am a will not let up kind of girl. You know, I am a knocked down, but but not knocked out type of woman. And and, and as long as there is breath in my body, um, I'm gonna get back up. And you might have knocked the wind out of me and I might be down for a few minutes, but just give me a second. I'm going to gather myself, I'm going to collect myself and I'm going to get back up and I'm going to go back at it um, because that's what I learned in the first chapter of my life. As long as I am living and breathing, I'm still in it. And so that's the takeaway I want to share with you today. Maybe you didn't have such a dramatic childhood or traumatic childhood um, like I did. Maybe you did and it was even worse than mine. No matter where you are in that, I want to encourage you that as long as you're living, as long as you're breathing, you're still in it. You are still in it. Catch your breath. Collect yourself. Get back up. Get back up. Because the challenges you are facing today and the struggle that you are facing today doesn't have to be that way forever. It, it, it isn't permanent unless you allow it to be. You can, you can get back up. You can get back in it. You can continue to persevere. You can continue to fight in whatever way you need to fight in this season Sometimes your fight looks like getting help. Sometimes your fight looks like getting rest. Sometimes your fight looks like um, getting a new strategy. And sometimes your fight looks like uh, just flat out defiance. And that was my fight. All of that was my fight during that first chapter of my life. It was resting. It was um, seeking help. It was finding a new strategy, a new way to approach um, my life um, in order to get to where it was I was trying to go. And it also looked like flat out defiance. I'm going to defy those circumstances. I'm going to defy those obstacles. I'm going to defy what... The statistic says about a person from my background, a person from my upbringing, a person from my circumstances, I'm going to defy it and I'm going to be the very opposite of what it is saying I'm going to be. So you're living, you're breathing because you're listening. So be encouraged, be empowered and know that you're still in this thing you are still in this thing and by this thing i mean life and you can still outlast that challenge you can still overcome that obstacle and you can still reach the the life the the potential the purpose and the promise that God has for you and for your life. Don't allow hard times to convince you that you are out of it and that there's no hope for you. Don't allow circumstances and challenges to convince you that you are defeated because you're not, you're not defeated. You're not defeated because it's not over yet, all right? So that's what I wanna share with you. Wanted to just give you a little bit of backdrop as to who I am and and where life started for me Um, and how it played a role into who I am today. And so even though it was hard and even though um, in the grand scheme of things, I would have liked my childhood to be different, I'm grateful for how it actually was. because it made me into who I am and that's a lesson of self-acceptance right um it's it's honest and it's human to want life to have been different um and to be and to have been more like your ideal childhood but accepting that it was the way that it was and and that though it was hard and that and though there were negative things that happened um, that caused harm or trauma, and 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 what have you. There were some positive outcomes as a result, because look at the person that you are today. Not making it okay, not making it right, not even fantati- uh, fantasizing or romanticizing a very traumatic and hard childhood, but accepting. That's what it was. And although there were wounds that came out of my childhood, um, there was also resilience and fortitude and strength um, and empathy that came out of a very hard upbringing as well. And a valuable lesson that I can do hard things and that no matter How hard the challenge is, no matter how hard the punch is that I have, you know, just felt from life, as long as I'm still living and as long as I'm still breathing, I'm still in it. And if I'm still in it, there is still hope and there's still an opportunity for me not only to bounce back, but to overcome and to have victory. And that is true for you as well. All right. Well, this episode has been long enough. Thanks so much for listening to the Christina Amon show with me, Christina Amon. And it's been another um, episode where I'm just sharing a little bit of my life and pulling out the life lessons as they come to me in hopes of inspiring you and giving you some nugget of encouragement to take back into your own life and to keep going and to keep um, putting one foot in front of the other and to um, maybe even feel... Feel encouraged and inspired to share your story um, with someone who needs to hear it as well. So what I would love for you to do is head on over to any of my social media plat or any of my social media um, channels, platforms, what have you, um, using the handle Christina Y. Amen. Look me up. Connect with me. Um, follow. Uh, like uh, or what have you, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And I want to know from you after listening to this episode, what was the biggest, um, life challenge in the first chapter of your life that you had to go through? And what lesson did you learn from it? I'd love to hear that. I've shared mine. I'd love for you to share with me yours. So head on over to any of those social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and um, share with me the biggest life challenge from the first chapter of your life and the lesson that you learned from navigating it and going through it. I love you so very much and I so appreciate you walking with me um, on this journey of sharing my story here on the Christina Amon show. If you are getting something out of it, please feel free to share this show with someone that you know, like, or love. I will talk with you uh, here real soon on the next episode. Bye for now.